Good morning on this Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. If you've joined us for quite a while, we have been talking about instruction, being corrected. We've been talking about being able to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about the relationship between fathers and a son, the relationship between Jesus and our Heavenly Father. Today we're going to continue along that same thought, along the same lines, and we're going to pick up what we left off in the book of Proverbs, but I want to introduce from the book of Ephesians uh, something first. Uh, We had left off also, uh, having read in Hebrews, whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and he scourges every son whom he receives. So if we are loved, we will be corrected because we are loved. We will be corrected. God wants us. It, it would be, if, if I could explain it in this, in this manner. I remember when I was uh, in high school and I was taking physics. And uh, the teacher was talking about a pilot making corrections on what was called the vector. Uh, meaning they're trying to get from point A to point B. But as they're getting or trying to get from point A to point B, the wind blows against the plane. It could blow uh, either uh, against it or push it from the back, or it can push it uh, towards one side or push it towards the other side. And the pilot has to make a correction because if you're pushed even a slight fraction of... of, uh, of a distance in one direction or another, then your destination and your position where you're going to arrive is not going to be the same. Uh, If you were to draw a right angle, 90 degrees, and make a straight line, 45 degrees right down the middle, if you pushed it just a little bit up or down, You would wind up at 44 degrees or you would wind up at 46 degrees. And when you're traveling and let's say going a distance of 400, 500, 600, 1,000 miles, when you get to your destination, you are not at your destination. You need to make corrections. In the same manner, our Heavenly Father corrects us along the path. As we are going down, uh, we'll call it the flight of our life, and we are going to our destination, which is our Heavenly Father's home or house where He dwells. Jesus is the way to get there. He shows us. But on the way there, we need corrections that are made by the Holy Spirit gently by the Word of God. Or He may rebuke us sternly that we are definitely off course completely, and we need to get back on course so we can be chastened by the Lord if we're still not paying attention, Uh, and it may include a punishment. And as I've mentioned before, I do not believe uh, in in punishing a child to the point where you literally hurt them uh, uh, physically and and bruise them and abuse them, but I'm talking about bringing correction according to the Word of God. And this is what we're going to look at in Ephesians in chapter 6. In verse number 1, it says, Children, obey your parents. 
Not just your mom, not just your dad, but both of them. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. This is the right thing to do. This is the correct thing to do. I mean, this is, in other words, this is a correct both in the action and in the, in the, and in the character of in the individual. It's also the absolute thing to do. Uh, so, it is necessary to obey our parents. How much more obey our Heavenly Father? The next verse says in Ephesians 6, 2, Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What's the promise? Long life. But notice, it's the first commandment that is going to say, hey, if you do this, there is a condition that you will be blessed with long life or it will be well with you. In verse number three, it says that it may be well with thee and that thou may live long on the earth. Notice the two things that result in following the instruction, the admonition, the nurture, the correction, the guidance of our father and our mother. And that is, it'll be well with thee. And the word that is used there uh, for well, it primarily means exactly that. It's going to go good for you. Nobody wants uh, things to go bad. And as a result, it says it will go with, it will, it will go well with you and that you may live long upon the earth. And that's what we would call longevity in the life of many people. Uh, long as far as it's timed or it's as far as the duration here on the earth. And in verse number 4, Ephesians 6, 4, it says, You fathers, so not only are we given the admonition concerning the children, we're given an admonition concerning the fathers. It says, Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. In other words, don't push their buttons to the point don't push their buttons in the degree. Don't push them to the point where they will uh, uh, be enraged against you. They will be provoked. Uh, so uh, they'll bring anger alongside with them. So it says, but bringing them up in the nurture. And that word, we've used it before. Uh, it means tutorage, education by training. Educate your children by training them. Training them means that you have to show them by example. Not just tell them something, but show them by example. And that is what the Heavenly Father did with Jesus. Not only would he instruct him, but he would show him by example exactly what to do. So Jesus in his lifetime wound up saying, I don't do anything except I first see the Father do it. And I do not uh, uh, 
listen or hear anything except I hear it from the Father speak it. So Jesus, both the instructions that he received were those of examples he saw and he heard. And then he followed through by bringing that example to pass. In our lives, if the Father uh, says something to us, we are given examples. We're given examples in the Word of God. We're given examples in the things of life that we see. Nature itself provides us many examples as to what the Father expects. But we are to train up a child. Don't tell them, go put out the trash. Show them how to put out the trash. Don't tell them, go clean your room. Show them how to clean their room. So it says, bring up, bring, but bringing them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. The word there for admonition, it means to call their attention to a mild rebuke, a warning. In other words, no, 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 don't do it that way. Uh, you know, uh, uh, don't do it this way either, but instead do it this way. Instead of getting angry and provoking them because they did it wrong, nurture them by showing them exactly how it needs to be done. And this this goes to everything that they do. So that as they grow up, then they do things correctly. They do things right. Well, as we consider this, we'll now go to the book of Malachi, where we had been reading yesterday. It, it says in Malachi 1-2, I have loved you, saith the Lord. Yet you say, wherein have you loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob. I hated Esau and laid his, his mountain and his heritage to waste. For the dragons of the wilderness. Malachi 1.6 A son honoreth his father. <clears throat> Just as we were reading in the book of Ephesians about uh, obeying your parents. A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my reverence, my fear? Saith the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name, and say wherein have we despised your name? In Proverbs 13.24, the scripture says, he that spares the rod hateth his son. But he that loveth him chasteneth him. So if we are constantly being corrected, don't take it wrong. That means that we have veered off course. We're not going to reach our, destin our destination correctly. Just a little bit of deviation at our end is a big deviation at the destination's point. Just remember, the vector, that straight line on that 45-degree angle, if we go just a little bit one way or just a little bit the other, we will not wind up at 45 degrees, but we'll wind up at anything that can be from 45 less or 45 more. Now, 
Back to the word. He that spareth his rod hateth his son. So if you do not correct your children through admonition and through nurture, that's how it, we're told in the New Testament to do it, through tutor, tutorage, to literally teach them how to do it. That explains one of the reasons that God had chosen Abraham, because he said he will teach his household. And many people don't want to take the time. It's a busy life schedule. But yet in the end, the reward of it is far greater than the time that was used to invest in training and teaching them. You will get it multiplied back in the form of blessing so much better. Whereas if we as a parent we refuse to correct, to chasten, to train, to teach, to instruct, to guide a child, it's, it's going to be very difficult on us in the end. In the end, it may provide to be more of a waste of time on our part than it would have been to invest in those little minutes and that little time by loving them through correcting them, through teaching them, through nurturing them, through following through and admonishing and warning them. So he that spares his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him. Now, as we look at this word in Ephesians, in Proverbs that we have just mentioned, we want to consider this, looking at the definitions that are given uh, in a comparison of different versions to get even a further understanding, a deeper understanding of this in our lives. The scripture is very clear in teaching us the things that we should do, the things that we should follow. So here, let's look at a couple of translations here that the scripture gives us and and just consider the way that it's translated and how it brings out certain things in our lives. Number one, it says, He who keeps back his rod is unkind to his son. The loving father gives punishment with care. Here's another one. The one who spares the staff detests his son. But the one, but but the one, but the one who is love, loving, loving his son, carefully corrects him. Or, here's another one. It says, "If you love your children, you will correct them. If you don't love them, you won't correct them." God demonstrates this to us on a regular basis. Here's another one. Uh, uh, if you don't correct your children, you don't love them. If you love them, you will be quick to discipline them. Whosoever spares the rod hates his son, but whoso loves him is diligent to discipline him. Here's another translation as we look on. Whosoever refuses to spank his son hates him, but whosoever loves his son disciplines him from early on. And we could just keep on 
on all of these translations. Uh, he that cuts short chastening hates his son, but he that loves him chastens him early. So just consider this food for thought and for the imagination. We've run out of time. That God loves us, so we will be corrected. We will be admonished. We will be nurtured uh, in our Christian walk. Just in the same we should do with our children. The Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.